0: everyone out there, welcome to another week's edition of... Hold on, let me tell it. ...podcast. Coming to you live from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum in Janesville, Wisconsin. I am Matt Marbury and with me is Sarah Barfield. Hey everyone. And
1: Adam Tollefson. Happy Friday everyone. This week's podcast is once again brought to us by... DTS, that's down the street. Bar and Grill, nine sixty seven South Jackson Street. Every day, power hours six to seven p.m. Dollar beers, specials, and the drink. This, well, is it even a drink? Uh, it's a frozen, frozen treat. I don't, I don't know. know.
2: It's a fr- it's a freezey. <laughs> it's a freezy
0: pop. Smashed grape, uh, vodka,
1: hard ice, smashed grape. Yeah, it's a it's a good it's a day. freeze it, pop. It's a freeze pop. It looks And delicious. it's like two feet long and like
0: fat. I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. It's like if you took a normal size freezy, it's like double length double girth for all you ladies out there.
1: <laughs> Cold as ice. Yeah. Um yeah. Alcohol six point eight percent. It's got it legs. Dang. Maybe we'll uh get down at the break.
2: We can even cut one in half.
1: Oh, hey, there come you go. On, Sarah. What is this amateur hour? <laughs> Matt's like, you
2: got to me-
0: drive Adam home. Two thirds of this podcast is in danger.
1: <laughs> Matt's like, what are you talking about, pussy? I'm taking that whole thing down. You just heard me talk I've about took the girth. girthier down.
0: <laughs> uh, this is episode 81. Terrell Owens, was he 81? I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, players that wore 81.
1: I was born in 81.
0: 81, yes, me too.
3: I that makes us I was not. 39. <laughs> was oh, my
2: God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm um, trying to think about, I don't know, I've gotten some feedback on last week's show. Did you guys hear anything?
2: I, th- I just saw on um, the social media, it was good feedback.
0: Yes. Um, oh, yeah, I did see some stuff.
2: <laughs> and your video got great reviews, dude. <laughs> yeah, that video Everybody was is awesome. loving
0: it. I've only, I actually, the best part is, um, I think, after we recorded last week, I showed you guys the video. Well, Adam had seen it before because he was in the league, um, but I showed Sarah. And then, how many outtakes do you think I had? too? Oh I I was like, there's <laughs> a few. Yeah, there's, there's a few. <laughs> Six or seven yeah. outtakes. But I was like, when I get to the shirt, the ripping of the of the uh, dress shirt, <laughs> there's no going back at that point. Like, I was still picking up buttons down here the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, that's it's funny because I made. Uh, we were talking before we recorded how I'm like, Sarah calls it controlling. I call it hands-on with everything I do. Um, but I like, to, I like for things to be how I want them to be. So,
1: I, <laughs> And you're telling the judge, I'm <laughs> hands-on. Yes. It sounds better than controlling, Adam. <laughs> and you're going to prison. So
0: yeah. no. <laughs> Get your hands on some license plate stampers. <laughs> uh, no, but I was like, I want it to be... When I do something like that, like I'm so hell bent on having it just the way I want it that sometimes it just takes forever. That one didn't actually take that long. Like, if um, we were in a
1: Hollywood set, me and Sarah would be like, Jesus, dude, fucking, yeah, <laughs> let's just go home. Yes, we've been here for 18 hours. One like,
0: um, more take. <laughs> case in point is like the early doing this show early on when I would do like ad like pre-rolled ads where i would oh yeah you know for like up Up your your sleeve sleeve and stuff like that and i would sit down here and i bet sometimes even if i had it written out in front of me sometimes it would be like 20 takes to get like a 30 second spot just because i wanted it just how matt it's a fucking blessing and a curse when you when you nail
1: it it usually works out pretty good but matt's attempts at the at the commercials were longer than actually our podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of them pushed that know, long, but holy shit. Uh, but no, there was some, <laughs> on the video where I like rise up from the bar, like there's some where I just make such a crazy face at Kendra that she's, she's recording. Yeah. If you're not laughing, she is. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was funny. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, I got, I definitely, that's the other thing that I think is funny is, I made that video basically for 11 other people, just the guys in the fantasy league. And now it's sitting on there with like 200.
1: Yeah. It's like, it
0: means nothing to almost everybody that's watched it.
1: You need to find another shirt like that though, just so you can be the commish.
0: Do you think I have to have that color scheme? I mean, I have no, other shirts. As and long ties. as you got the
1: glasses and a in, yeah. and the overcoat in the in the sport coat or yeah. whatever, you're fine. Okay, but I do want to see that guy show up again. He's well, just pornoglass Maloric going. I have to. Uh, it's the finals, boys. <laughs> and it, or even if it's over Zoom, if you know I this thing still is not peg out, well, we were talking February. about how we don't get uh, to hang out much for like the
0: games, especially if this whole like COVID thing keeps yeah. going. Adams he just suggested it, but he basically talked me into uh some sort of a weekly video update as the commissioner <laughs> yes. for our league. And I don't think I can pass that up. I think it'll be no, I mean, fun. Yeah. Um but I no, don't... I definitely have other uh, you know, shirts and ties so I can I don't have to go get another I don't know, green shirt or whatever that was.
1: No, so. nah, I can be whatever. Actually it it'll, it'll probably be more fun if you get different colors, especially if like <laughs> You know, Jamie's a big Niners fan or whatever. And then you kind of decked $10? out the red and gold uh-huh. a little that week. And like, Jamie really shit the bed this week. Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh, George Kittle.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Pour
0: <in> the malort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm totally down to do that. That's going to be, that'll be fun. It'll bring some fun to uh, a, a weird situation, right?
2: Right.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: And then, as far as like the unsolved mysteries thing, did anybody talk to you guys about any of that? I don't think I heard anybody say anything really about. No, I like people like the
1: the Salt and Pepper, the new the Sarah Scoops. They theme. Did. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was more after the unsolved mysteries stuff, yeah. but it's a newer one on Netflix, and people will get there. And I don't. Know. That's true. Um, so we talked
0: after we recorded last week that um, since we had three shows left, we would kind of each. Pick one and then give a synopsis on that show. And then the other two can kind of chime in or whatever. But I think that makes the most sense. And we're not kind of all over the place that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
0: Um, so do you want to go in chronological order as far as the
1: episodes or what do you want to do? Yeah. I have no idea what that means. I think <laughs> I told you last week that we figured it out that I did not watch them. Well, in you're order. number
2: four. So you would be first up.
1: Oh, okay. I can go. Right. The floor is yours.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. You got the music. This one bummed me out. I don't think I had any oh, okay. music for this.
1: No, I don't. I'm just, I'm just
3: <laughs> talking shit. <laughs>
0: Mine <My laughs> was about
1: Alonzo Brooks, uh, Alonzo, or Zo, as his buddies called him. Uh, him and some friends go to a party for another. I don't even think they said it he was another friend. It was just kind of No, somebody it was they like knew. an
0: hour away. Yeah in some,
1: the boonies. Somebody going off to the service. Yeah. And yeah, it was in another town about an hour away there from Gardner. Um, what state? Georgia.
0: I don't know, was it Georgia or Louisiana, Louisiana? or
1: something? I don't know. Mm, great This notes. is your story, actually. Great asshole. notes, Adam. Um anyway, everybody says that this guy's like a real down to earth guy. Um, always friendly, always cracking jokes. Like, uh, as soon as he walks into the party, even though he doesn't know a lot of people, he's like, who wants a beer? He's handing out beers.
2: And he, and it's like a college age. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. These guys are in their twenties, right? Yeah. Or maybe even a little it younger. It sound like it was a high school party, but he was a little on the older, older side. side. Like he was okay. like 20 or 21 yeah. or something. But, um, eventually he, he get, he did get into an argument with somebody at the party. Um, the whole crew he came with left before him, except for another buddy named Justin. And then at one point, Justin leaves. He goes to bum a cigarette from Zoe, and he doesn't have one. He's like, Well, I'll go get smokes. And he's like, All right, well, give me a pack, you know. And then so he leaves, and again, they're an hour away. And I think he said that they'd never even heard of this town that's an hour right. away. It's so like some it's very, very small town. And uh, his buddy Justin gets lost. So he calls another guy at the party, like, "Hey man, I'm supposed to give Alonzo ride, or yeah, Alonzo a ride." I got lost. I'm heading home. I'm going her. home. I'm closer to home. And then he's supposed to tell another guy named Adam to get a ride home. And that's where <laughs> we he all kinda, know how that turns out. Yeah. What a piece of shit this Adam is. <laughs> um, uh,
0: I think Adam is un- short for unreliable. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought you were going to spit out your beer, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty uber days. Man. Adam's no. very
1: reliable. Um. So, they, all right. Basically, everybody goes home and passes out. Well, Alonzo doesn't make it home. So now everybody's calling each other, trying to figure out where he's at. Uh, his the mom, mom calls his brother and is like, he, Alonzo didn't come home. So he she's never calling, doesn't come home. Yeah, and he, she calls all his friends. So his brother drives over to his mom's house. Now they're going back to the house like, where were you guys at? They go to the property where they're at. They find his shoe and his hat is that
3: what across across, yeah, across the, street the street
1: from where they're partying at. And then, like a dude cruised up on like an ATV. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, looking for our brother.
2: And the place that they had the party at was kind of like a not a farm farm, but like farmland. It was out in the boonies. It was a small house. Small house, ton of land around it, though. Not very populated.
1: Yes, and a creek, Um, and and basically doing the ATV wasn't very nice. I feel like kind of told them to go.
0: One thing that we glossed over completely—that's very pertinent to the story, though is that this is redneck country and Alonzo is a black man and he's maybe one of two, one or two black guys at a party with like 50 other of these rednecks.
1: Yes. Which I was about to get to. Sorry. Anyway. Um, Alanza's brother was pissed off about uh, Justin leaving him at that party. Like how do you leave somebody an hour away if you guys went together, like that type of shit.
2: Which I I uh, completely agree. I with. do
1: too. I get that too. But they they went to the party. There was like four
0: There's guys multiple, and there was two cars. Yeah. So if you're if you call another guy and you say, Hey, I'm heading home. Make sure you get Zoe. I feel like you've done your job. I mean, that guy feels
1: terrible, but I feel like you've at least covered a base. I don't know. So they call the, you know, obviously they call the cops and they give them the, the, the person has to be missing for, you know, 48 hours or whatever it is. And they're like, well, no, this isn't like him. Like he, something's up. It's not, he's going to like, no, 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 he'll, he'll show up. He just partied too much. And he's probably at someone else's house. Like we found his shoes. shoes yeah. Like, how is he walking around without a shoe? Um, and then they started talking about other, um, you know, witnesses at the party, that say that yeah back to the, the racial thing that yeah he was the only black guy there and some stuff got said about him and there's some racial slurs thrown out he was threatened at one point Um. yeah he. they don't find him so they search the area around the party house the, the on the property they don't find anything they bring in a dive team after a few days went by again because they can't do the, the search thing right off the bat the dive team doesn't find anything in the creek. Um, then the family is like, can we go to the property? And like check? a month later. Well, no, no, no. They asked right off the bat and the W's like, right. no, no, you can't. We, we got this. Yeah. Don't, don't like step on our jurisdiction. There's several teams that go and look for it yeah. too. And then they, here's the weirdest one to me. They turn it over to the KBI. What's the KBI?
2: Kansas Bureau.
1: The Kansas Bureau of Investigation. Is it like a? Or that's offshoot of. I think it was Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's you're right. Okay, th- that's where it was. Sorry. And I'm like, that's fucking. That's weird. Is there a WBI? Is there Maybe. a
2: Wisconsin hmm. I bet there
0: is. But yeah, there's right. probably there has to be something but between Just like a little state government and, and federal. You know? yeah. There's, yeah.
1: there's got to be something there. So, at that point, the is like, we kind of turn it over to them. They're taking it over. Maybe that's in the dive team. No, I think the dive No, team. they were there kind of Yeah, early. that was yeah. before. Yep. So, then this K- KBI takes over, and they're like, yeah, we we also haven't found anything. And they keep, like, going, well, where the fuck is he? Like, are, what's going on? Nobody's it, talking. Sheriff won't let him search. And then, finally, yeah, you're well, right. when A they month went, later.
2: But when they went back to the house, not... A complete month later, though, it was, like, cleared out. It was, like, even the next day, they were, like, we can't even believe there was a huge party here.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, it looked completely empty. The house yeah. did. Yeah. So that was
0: weird. Well, that they said that weird. the house wasn't even being inhabited by anybody. It was just kind of like a party house. But it, I find it weird that they would clean up so much. That, like,
1: mm-hmm. foul play is suspected right there. That's a the red back. flag right yeah. there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then they, uh, yeah, the, the sheriff finally grants them permission to search, his family that is and the family goes through and then they just find him by the creek like, like immediately like immediately. 10 minutes into their search yeah. or something like
0: that. He's basically like up on a pile of it's almost like a beaver dam or something where there's a bunch of wooded uh like a big wooded blockage in the creek and yeah. he's just like right there on top and is well keep going at him I didn't. So this
1: was uh like again this is I think 31 days after he went missing um they do an autopsy. There's no broken bones. There's nothing identif- or identifiable to like a beating. Um, they can't determine his cause of death. Ton of rumors start coming out.
0: They did say that like his his body wasn't like water deteriorated or anything. So it's like that doesn't suggest you've been in a creek.
1: Yeah, yep.
2: For thirty days.
1: Right. So all these rumors come out, people are like, Oh, everybody knows what happened. Here's what happened, and there's, you know, uh, he, um, hit on a flirted with a white girl and then these guys got pissed off and then they, you know, jumped him or killed him or da da da. Um,
0: they show all this stuff online too. Like, and I don't know if this is actual things that were cetera, but people are like,
2: we, all, we like- all
0: know whose freezer he'd been in for a month or something like that. And it's right. like, even if that's like anonymous, can't you somehow track that? You have to be able to.
1: Yeah. So my next thing was, um, uh, about how the body was um, not bloated or at all and then um, was maybe in a freezer. So, Matt, do you want to just take the rest of this one? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> um, But, yeah, you're right. It, it was weird because they basically said that they think this body was, was moved and planted there. Yeah. Um, it
2: had probably maybe been s- somewhere for, for 30 days. Somewhere else, yes.
1: And- um, so they thought, yeah, at, he didn't drown. Cause how, how would that work out if your body's not bloated? Um, his contents were all still intact. Like money was still fine. Yeah. The, the mom or
0: whatever, this is another one of those things where they pull out like all of his personal belongings and like his wallet was like in perfect condition and all this, I don't know. It was,
1: it was weird. And then yeah, people were
0: saying there that papers that he, in his pocket. That yeah. Weren't that weren't
1: all watered. So I, I think that's what happened. Um, they said, uh, God, 27 days. There's no way in hell that 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 happens in like a creek. So like he was probably in a locker or a freezer, and uh, finally on in March of 2019 they released a statement saying we couldn't find any evidence of any foul play. So this matter is now closed.
0: Well, uh, that I read that in March of 2019 they reopened the case and exhumed exhumed the body what yep
2: I did I didn't know the date but I did see that his body was going to be or was exhumed
1: yeah it was it was oh I I uh, heard no reason to suggest that there was a victim of a crime so they closed the case well oh, that was on the they Netflix did, yeah. thing but I googled it after oh no <laughs> shit. yeah let's well, yeah
0: do. that um, is an update but no so it's, this is the one out of all uh, all six of the episodes that bummed me out the most that left me with just a shitty taste in my mouth um because there's I mean the the mystery is who did it. I don't think there's a mystery as to what happened. you know what i mean i I just think it was a total race thing, yeah, I think it fucking sucks um and the fact that like the fact that so many different levels of law enforcement were just like shrugged it off kinda just right really fucking like you can't look here, off.
1: yeah. That's the scariest part, and that all these (laughs) to me. Well, to me,
0: that's not the scariest part. To me, the scariest part is, um, according to like the FBI things, like I said, I looked it up afterwards. They said that there was between seventy-five and hundred people at this party. Um, how many of them know something and haven't said something? That's oh, it's common
1: now that it's on Netflix.
0: That's the shittiest thing to me. People can't keep their mouth shut, dude. They sure have done a good job for a while.
2: Yeah. A long All time.
0: because of he's a black guy. I think the KBI is
2: in on it. <laughs> I bet the local sheriff was in on it. I, I yeah. think so. The local authority. I think it's the
1: classic, uh, what'd you guys do? Oof. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like the popular kids getting busted for the kegger and the cops show up and they go, oh, that kid's on varsity. That kid's a, that kid's dad's a lawyer. Right. You know what I mean? And they're just like, uh, here's a warning. Get out of here. It sucks. It's creepy.
0: I hated it. I, w- I really hate it I was seriously like bummed out about
1: that after that one it was just uh it just I was bummed me. out about um Justin because he was like I left and then he's like breaks down he's like I would trade places he's like I shouldn't have fucking laughed I can't believe you know what I mean he was so I'm sure uh, his whole
2: life has been yeah, what if what if what if what right if.
0: Yeah, I've never had that where I've, fo- I've uh, you know, focused on one moment that obviously just going through your day-to-day life, you think about little things that you could have done differently and how things would have affected it, uh, but something, not one thing I've done has led to such a huge event that it was life-changing that I could go back and be like, that was right. the one moment that I just fucked up. I Left know, to or right, or yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. just, I don't have that, but yeah, so that was that one. Um.
2: What do you got, Matt?
0: I have the Berkshire's UFO, um, which I was actually very surprised or uh, excited to do because these have all just been murders at this point, and I was yeah. excited to get something different on the table. Um, but I, <laughs> I gotta say, I wasn't. Um, there wasn't a lot of meat on the bone for this one for me. Anyways, I. I was hoping there would be, like, some alien... I don't know. Well, let's just get into it. All right. All right. Well, on the evening of September 1st, 1969, an unexplained phenomenon occurred in Berkshire County, Mass. That's the tagline of the episode. Um, The episode focuses on several people that all had a strange encounter that evening. They all lived in that same county, basically in, like, a six-mile radius. Um, They weren't in super close proximity to one another. And I don't think... Going into it, any of them actually knew each other.
2: Right, right. did doesn't agree. seem like it. They've
0: I... definitely made a connection after the fact based on this incident or whatever, but but yeah. Uh, so first thing we do is we see Jane Green. She's of North Barrington. Her family owned the local pharmacy, and shortly after dusk that day, she's heading home from a neighboring town um, when she sees lots of lights in the road up ahead. She thought it was police, Instead, it was a huge metal object floating silently in the air. Uh, seconds later, it lifted up and flew over the mountains. So she's an adult at this point. It sound it made it sound like uh, I think she said her mother was like watching her two kids, and she was coming back from. I don't know what she didn't say what she was doing in the other town. It made it seem like she was coming back from work, but I don't I don't know if that's what the case was or or what. Um, and then we get Tom Warner. They kind of go through the way they did this episode is. They kind of gave a little introduction to, to all everybody. four or yeah. five of them first, and then they kind of bring it bring it around. Yeah. Um, Tom Warner. This guy was probably the most interesting guy um, of the whole episode with the long hair yeah. and the fucking... He kind of looked like Donald Trump. No. I'm telling you, go back. No. Well, whatever. Um, he was 10 years old on the day of the incident. He said he was coloring at his neighbor's house. He goes, Crayola was my medium back then.
2: <laughs> like, he did totally. What a,
0: what a jokester.
2: <laughs> I, t- I remember that.
0: Yeah, and he said it. He wasn't joking. No. He was like matter of fact about He's it. He's
2: a serious artist. Crayola was my
0: uh, medium of choice back then.
2: <laughs> I mean, when you get to see his work, it's,
0: well, there's paint- no joke there. Yeah. He's yeah, got some paintings. Uh, he was coloring at his neighbor's house. When he says he heard a voice saying, you need to go home now. He said he like, he was like finished up coloring and he kind of walked over to the window and he heard a voice. He didn't really say a voice. He more made it sound like it was like mental telepathy Yes, saying you need to go home now. So he ran out of the house and he lives right next door or whatever. And while he's running full speed, he's not moving for like five minutes. And this is account. This is an account from the, uh, the neighbor girl. Yes. Yep. Um, she's there. She's like, I saw him, he's running in place for like five minutes. And we're like, we kept saying Tom, Tom. And he's just not, he's not he's just booking it and yeah. not going anywhere. Um, he says, then he turned to his left like and the road it, runner. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Meet me. Uh, a UFO drops out of the sky and shines a beam of light on him. And this is like the most, um, cliche yeah. uh, alien abduction story ever where he's For like sure. he's like I looked up and my arms went back to my yes. side and it's your like chest pumped
2: and, yeah. out. and
0: he's fire like, in the sky and shit. Your head's yeah. Tossed yeah. back, yeah. Exactly. He says uh the light uh the UFO shined a beam of light on him and he was gone. And the neighbor girl corroborates the story. She said she saw this happen. She saw the beam of light come down and then she's like he's fucking gone into thin air and she's like where did Tom go? She was a trip, too, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, He said while he was on the ship, he saw Melanie, which we'll get introduced to in in a second. That shit's crazy. Said he saw Melanie crouched in fear. Uh, The next thing he knows, he's being laid onto the ground but held there by a beam. And his brother's there at that point telling him to get Get up. up. And he's like, I can't. The beam of light's got me pinned down. Um, And then he heard a voice, again, like the mental telepathy thing, say, It'll just be another minute or something, Uh, or says I'll be done in a minute, and just like that he was released. Um, The neighbor girl said that she had clocked it or whatever, and he was gone for seven minutes before before he was laid back down. Right, and it wasn't even like on that same area of the property. So it was like more like the other property line or something. I don't know. Um, Then we get to Tom Reed. He's also ten at the time of the incident, and after going to dinner with his family, uh, they head home and they took the Sheffield Bridge, which they interviewed him in the bridge, which I thought was kind of weird. Like, and
2: it's his mom and his grandma.
0: Yes, he's in the car with his brother, his mom, and his grandma. Um, But yeah, he's they basically just have like a dining room chair set up in this covered bridge, like on Beetlejuice. Yes. What it's exactly what it reminds me. It's a
1: great example, and
0: that's where they're doing this uh, this uh, face to face interview with him for the show. Um, He definitely seemed like he was the most outspoken about everything, even throughout. Right. Um, But this bridge, the Sheffield Bridge, it's six miles south of Great Barrington, so that's where the first chick Jane Green had her encounter. Um, As they crossed the bridge, they saw lights coming over the bank of the river. And they all said like the atmosphere changed. It felt like they were in an airplane or something or just, just kind of sucked everything out of it. Yep. Um, and he was like, we were all looking at the lights, but my brother was looking out the other window and there was like an orange sphere that was just like hanging out. And they don't go into depth on what that orange sphere was. I don't know. Obviously nobody knows really what any of this stuff is. Um, but then they saw a disc shaped object floating in the sky he says it's at least a hundred yards long, so that's like a football field. Um, yeah, we touched on it. He was in the car with his mother, brother, and grandmother. Said the car at that point they had actually gotten out of the car and they were like looking around, and then they said they looked back to the car and the whole car lit up like blinding light in the car. Um, and other
2: cars were pulled over.
0: And yeah. And then all of the wildlife in the area. Actually, no, other cars were pulled over in the Jane Green The first story, I think. Oh, okay. I think they were by themselves on this bridge.
3: Okay, okay.
0: Um, All the wildlife in the area started like going ape shit. All the crickets and the cicadas and can you like if you've been out in the woods at night and it it can get really fucking loud. Imagine all of them at one time. Yeah, just going (laughs) nuts. Right, right. That would freak the hell out of me. Um, And then just like that, the whole ship is gone. And he said, the next thing you know, they're parked in front of the drugstore in town. Three hours later Mm
3: -hmm.
0: with no, excuse me, recollection of the lost time. And they said, he said it was almost as if they were just kind of placed there. But the weird thing was the grandma was now in the driver's seat. Yes. And she's, he's like, my grandma does not drive. So he's like, they abducted us. We don't know what happened while we were up there, but they meant to place us back down. And
2: Exactly, so that we
0: would be none the wiser, but they fucked up and flip flopped the. There's a, mom
1: and the grandma. There's another famous story about, uh, I think it's in the 50s or something. Um, I want to say it's a uh, interracial couple back then, and it that's the same thing that happened to them. Their their stories collaborate so well, but what one thing was different is she didn't drive and he did, and when they're when it comes back They're swapped So I thought that was interesting I was like I just heard about this one Like They bring it up all the time It's mm-hmm. like Like the most The most Uh Truthful Uh Story Like people are like These No You, got, you gotta meet these people You'll you, You'll believe them Like yeah And that's one of the things It's like It was fucking weird Cause she didn't drive But there she was Yeah It's weird Right yeah. Apparently
2: the aliens have not heard the <laughs> devil is in the details. That's right. <laughs>
1: or women can't drive. <laughs> uh, <what else>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then next up we get Melanie Kirchdorfer, which we talked about earlier. Um, Cause Tom says he was in the ship with her. She's 12 years old at the time. Um, her and her family were getting ice cream two miles away at Lake Mansfield. I like how she's like, my friend stole some cigarettes from her mom. We didn't want to go for
1: ice cream. <laughs> yes. We got six. She even <laughs> said, that's the last thing I wanted to do. <laughs> so this is all just a county? Yes, it was one okay. county. In my head, I had it like a little further. They might have just, showed the county map. So what I would... Because yeah. I think I said, like it was like map. Stoughton and Edgerton and Evansville, yes. and Madison. It was like, nah, it is more just Rock County. My thing, because they had like a lake and stuff there. My right. thing is
0: like, picture like Lake Koshkin on sure. where and you where there's like a few towns around it and yep. it's kind like of it yeah. you know? yeah. like exactly how it was.
1: Yeah, I mixed that up. That's exactly how it was.
0: After grabbing ice cream with the family, uh, they parked the car at the lake and they saw those strange lights and her dad was like gung-ho about wanting to chase it. And she's like, no, no, yeah. don't chase it. I love Tornado Dad. I do, dude, I'm tornado you dad.
1: You are? <laughs> I would
0: may Okay, I shouldn't say that. Back in the day before I had a family, <laughs> love going to chase a storm. Like dad? we used to do that shit.
1: Yes. Uh but when I was very young. But dad, now with a little kid until I probably wouldn't do dad it. Dad was tornado dad with yeah. me one time when I was young. I was like, eh. And he's like, You're eh, scared. You, you can see it. And I'm like, yeah, that's my problem. He's like but it's way over there. It's not going to make it here, but I couldn't understand that. Right. I'm like, that's a touchdown tornado right there. <laughs> we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> not he's not like, to
0: put Adam on a therapist couch, but he is deathly afraid of tornadoes. And that has
1: to be the stem of it right there. Maybe it is, but I would have figured that one out. I That'll be I'd, $40. <laughs> <laughs> you cash app or PayPal
0: or Venmo guy. <laughs> yeah. Pick your poison, bud. <laughs> uh, uh, after the da- okay. So the dad wants to chase it. So they're like cruising after this thing. And then she just remembers like levitating. She doesn't describe it in great detail. Like the guy with the whole beam of light or whatever, but she's like, I just remember levitating and then being laid out on a ship and I'm in a strange room with nothing but children yep. and they were all just like disappearing one by one. So, in my head, that's when they're getting like laid back out to wherever they got them from. I don't know. And then she wakes up at the lake and just walks home, which is fucking weird to me at 12 years old. Yeah. They didn't say whatever happened to like the rest of the family. Right. That never got touched on at all.
2: And why aren't they panicking that she's. Right. Why isn't there 911
0: calls calls and shit? I told my boyfriend, he's dead. And I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> what I'm thinking is Wait, maybe what? maybe the rest of the family is all dead now, so they can't like tell a story about oh, it. Maybe. I don't know. That's uh, yeah, yeah that's that kind of kind of what I'm getting at. Um, but they said that like tons of calls come into this local radio station, um, but these tapes don't exist anymore because day after day they would just record over them. Yep. Day after day, you you you'd hang what on to something for a day or so, and then you just get you only got some new tapes, man. Yeah. Um. So, that, so there's like nothing uh, as far as any of those tapes exist. Then they talk to uh, the current chief of police, William Walsh. And I said, smug asshole. He's the one that has like one weird eye.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like,
0: he's like, right here. These are all the incidents from that night. And he like flips it open. He's like, "Uh, looks like there was a girl at, Somebody was looking for her during the day shift. They found her on the night shift. So that's good. And uh, someone was complaining about beer cans in the front yard. That's it. Nothing yeah. else. Uh, and, and he's just he like, he knows. I don't know if he knows or not, but he was definitely like, that's, that's, that's cover up talk. I don't know. Um, also, there was no reference in the local newspaper, but they what they did show like a historian that said he talked to an editor from, from one of like the weekly papers around there And the guy said, yeah, I do remember people calling about that, but I thought it was just bullshit. So I didn't print anything. Yeah. So at least it's something there. Yeah. And then- Right at the very end, we get Eddie Gulata from Gulata's gas station.
2: Oh yes. And
0: he's like he loves his dad. His dad's in this picture he of loves like fishing he's he wants like, there's to there's my dad, his dad up dad. there. That's a really good picture. Oh yeah. And he um, used He wants yeah, to be
2: his totally dad.
0: Totally so does. Bad. He's got this like people say it's me, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm people think that's me. I guess I'm getting old. I don't know. Um, he said that he remembers people coming to report strange sightings to his father because his father was the chief of police at that time um but he never saw anything himself but he's like he definitely is a believer um he was only on screen for like a couple minutes but he's like hello
3: (laughs) something is going on out
0: there
1: we like daddy
0: (laughs) he was a fucking character dude
1: um
0: but yeah all in all like the running thread is that these folks didn't talk about the incident with
1: many people because you're you're painted as a fucking kook when you do that Right and didn't um I forgot his name, him and the other like eventually found each other later and talked about it. Yeah, they've all talked yes. about it since, uh, that, That's um, that's my favorite part. Of the they story. were saying
0: like Tom Reed, he's the one that and was Melanie. sitting in the Beetlejuice uh, bridge. Yeah, he was kind of like really open about it all throughout and. His mom owned the diner or whatever, and, yes. and I guess she was like ridiculed to no end. Like he said, some guy got up on the table and goes, "Hey, you want to see something out of this world?" And like pulled yes. his dick out and yeah. stuff. And they eventually had to like move out of the area yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, he that. was
1: like bullied and yeah, you know, and he's like. Which but then I find out that later on, all these people saw the same thing and yeah. they were friends. and, yeah. and that's yeah. just
0: the thing. It's like by yourself, you're a fucking weirdo. Right, but you got. What was it, five or six people all from the same county, basically saying the same thing, and the guy, even that guy that I said with the long hair, whatever was named Tom Warner, he's like, people don't say shit to me now because I've I've been open about it. Yep. This chick's talked about it. This chick's talked about it. That guy's talked about it. And, the and Pentagon, now, uh,
1: the Pentagon just said they found the fucking a,
0: a vehicle or something.
1: They have recovered vehicles not of this world. Yeah, dude. And I don't.
0: And I. Did you hear that? None of
1: these... Oh.
0: Yeah, dude, as soon as like... It was like, as, like two weeks cold, ago. Yeah, was, something came out about that. Like two, Something came out about... The Pentagon said that. Yeah. Hmm. But my thing is, none of these people uh, stood to gain anything by telling this story. Like, right. I just
1: like it's just people find like... Re- Like-minded it, folks or like yeah, experiences. The, just went through their whole life going, I swear to God, but no one believes... You know what? I'm not going to talk about it because I just get ridiculed. We
0: think about like... Uh, and you, you can't like fully connect with somebody unless you've had a shared experience. Like, yeah. Like, uh, veterans, oh, you know,
1: absolutely. Like absolutely. They, they could
0: never meet each other. And then they realized that they were in the same war. It's hey, just yeah, like, then there, boom. Yeah they, yeah. they have a talking point and they have a fucking brotherhood or something right there. It's
2: yeah. A bond,
0: a bond, James, James Bond. bond. <laughs> yes. Up top. <laughs> uh, so that was that one. I, um, I think before we get to Sarah's, we should take a quick break. Ah, I'm
2: good with that. (laughs) All right.
1: We are back, kiddos.
2: Just bonked my
0: elbow on this cast iron mic stand.
1: Did it hit your funny bone?
2: He's not laughing. Uh, <laughs> Nothing funny
1: about that, God, is it? God damn it. That is That's the worst smart. sensation ever, right? It's, it's like, a, it's
2: it's like, like if someone takes your tendon
0: and plucks it like a guitar string or something. Uh, it's just. It's blam, a blam. rough one.
2: It is a rough one. All right, guys, for episode six of Unsolved Mysteries, it is titled Missing Witness.
0: This was fucked. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. So, Missing Witness discusses two people disappearing, Gary McCullough in May 1999 and Lena Chapin in February of 2006. Both are linked by a common denominator, Sandy Klemp, Gary's former wife and Lena's mother. Lena um, took her last name from her father, Robert Chapin, who was the first of several of Sandy's ex-husbands.
0: It's at least four, right? From what I saw? Yes. That's a lot. The first one that we get on cameras says second. That's Albert. So we're all the kids from the first one because me and Kendra were talking about this.
2: I don't know.
0: Made it seem like that though. It Didn't d- it make it seem like the whole crew was together before they got Before to the that? One? Yeah. And so
2: like, yeah, and her two of her sisters who were in the documentary have like a last name of Peterson and Shoemaker, but it could be their married name. Sure. True. Um. So Sandy's second husband, Albert McCullough. Um. Is in the episode and speaks about Sandy cheating on him with his brother Gary. Um, eventually,
0: we fought. <laughs> we fought in the field.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love Albert and part. Gary did.
1: And he's like, I told him, that girl ain't no good. <laughs> you know, he was like, I was fine with it, but I told him, you watch out. She ain't no good.
2: Yeah, no kidding. I like boy, how he's boy. like,
0: he, he knew she was no good, but he was still going to throw down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, you know, the the. Well, anyway, but um, (laughs) Sandy leaves Al and marries Gary, his brother. Gary is described by Lena's sister, Brandy, as being a good person and a good stepfather. But Sandy soon gets bored with Gary and starts cheating on him with Chris Klemp. Gary um, finds out and tells friends that he plans on divorcing Sandy because she's a cheating whore. But Gary suddenly vanishes in May of 1999 to... um, shortly after he tells his friends he's going to divorce him. Um, Two days into the investigation, Chris Clem moves in with Sandy and her girls uh, shortly after Gary's disappearance. By the time a warrant is issued to search the house, all Gary's possessions, clothes, and belongings had been tossed, and Sandy and Chris eventually marry.
0: I like that they said, um, when they ask, where is Gary? And she goes, he went... Uh, He he went, he drove four hours away to buy some fighting roosters.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? Fighting roosters. Fighting
0: roosters. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Part of me was like, she's telling the truth, man. You can't make that shit up. (laughs) But no, I think she's a lying whore. She
2: is. Um, The sheriff's office asked Sandy to take a polygraph um, regarding the disappearance. And she says, you find a body and I'll take a polygraph.
1: Yeah, that was the first thing. So we've seen a theme here a couple of times where someone goes missing. They go to the house the next day and it's either like you're locked out or all your shit's gone.
2: Right. What the
1: fuck? Yeah. That's an alarm. That's, that's what we call a tell. We call that a tell. Yeah.
2: So just for reference, Lena is 13 years old at the time of Gary's disappearance.
0: Was she the oldest one? Right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, Brandy Peterson, Lena's sister tells, that on the day Gary disappeared, Sandy told the family to tell everyone they didn't know what happened to him. She also says she saw her mom scrubbing floors with bleach that day. Brandy confronts her mom about Gary, and late one night, Sandy and Chris take Brandy for a ride in Chris's truck to a desolate area, and Brandy feels like she's going to get killed.
1: This part's fucked up.
2: Yep.
0: Well she confronted her mom and says, I know what you did because I think Lena oh, oh, yeah. had told her. Yep. So she she's having an argument with her mom and she pulls the old Trump card out.
2: I know what you did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To
2: Yes. And late that night they're taking a ride out to the boondocks there. And basically Chris is gonna shoot her and Brandy starts crying and hugging her mom and ends up that she obviously doesn't get
0: shot that was the most fucked up part to me though where she's the the reenactment anyways shows brandy in front of the truck and the guy out with a shotgun has it on her and the mom is just staring straight ahead. she said she goes i went to look at my mom
1: and she's just staring straight ahead and wouldn't like and she's like so the only thing i thought i could do was i'll jump on my mom so he's not gonna shoot us both right and just went like into full cry mode and shit yeah. I also feel like, what was the, um, oh, um, you didn't see anything and we had spaghetti that night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, this bitch fucking knows how to, yes. just weird little details for the detective. You know right? what I mean? It's like cockfighting. fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fighting rooster, man. <laughs> Sorry. <Matt. laughs> fighting chicken. Cock on the brain. So <laughs> <laughs> fighting chickens, fighting, fighting roosters. Fighting roosters.
2: Um so another of Lena's sisters, Robin shoemaker says late that night of Gary's disappearance, she saw her mom and Clem carrying Gary's body out of the house. It was wrapped in something, but, um, she is sure it was Gary because she saw his boots sticking yep. out. Yeah. Um, uh. so we've got both Brandy cleaning, seeing her mom scrub with bleach and Robin who sees them carrying the body out. Um, But Gary's case went cold until Lena couldn't keep Gary's death a secret anymore. So when Lena is 17, so about four years later, uh, she goes to Albert.
0: Gary's brother. Gary's Second husband.
2: And a good stepdad to the girls.
1: Yeah, she loved Albert.
2: I think so. They made it sound like
0: Gary and Albert were both good guys. Maybe it's just me and the way the fucked up world is right now. But both those guys, I thought they're going to be like, Gary abused the shit out of me or yeah. something. You know
1: oh. as soon as
2: you saw him, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm like, "Oh boy, these guys." <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're like, "No, they're really good at those yeah. guys." Like, I was I like, "Did taught not
2: a good work ethic on the farm, yeah. made him do chores, but well, they, yeah, also they made it sound like that.
0: Albert was like the fun guy and Gary was like kind of hard nosed, but more like I th- they they appreciated it. They're like, "I don't need a man right now because I have been taught life lessons." that I can I can I can make my own way right now because of Gary. Right. Yeah. And the whole time I thought that there was going to be something weird going on, but there wasn't.
2: Yeah. No. So when Lena goes to Albert and they start talking, she's getting shit off of her chest. Albert records their conversation. And it's basically a confession and Lena talks about her mother shooting and killing Gary. And then how she her mom made her help with cleaning up the mass, and disposing of the body, which they ended up burning.
1: Yes. It reminded me of the, uh, what's the, <laughs> Matt and I went to a wrestling show. Sorry, I'm not going to relate it to this, but I'm kind of. Where were we driving to that wrestling show the other week? And you go, oh, you know where we're by, don't you? Junkyard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was
0: uh ma- making a murder. Avery? Yeah, it was, What's the? uh what's the what's city? Uh, Manitowoc. Yeah. Manitowoc (laughs) County. I was like, should we make a
1: little detour by the junkyard? By the junkyard? I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he says that. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It reminded me of that where it was like, she didn't want to say it, but she's like, well, he's like he's not coaxing her through it. I guess it is a little different. Somewhat, he somewhat he's is like, leading well, her in the who, beginning. Who then? What happened? Or, you know, well, who who took him? Yeah, you know, and she, mom. You know, it was very Brandon Brandon, uh, whatever his name is, oh, yeah. S as, S as, And they didn't um
0: they didn't allow that f- that recording as, as any sort of evidence or ever. Right, which I know you're going to get into, but I just want to touch on the fact that like. Me recording you saying something is probably not gonna be admissible if it's if it's like that where it's like Leading. Hey Lena, who killed Gary? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's like sure. It just sounds bad. It's, so it's like you have to get that confession um in front of, you know, some sort of law enforcement or something. Otherwise they don't know if it's under duress. Like he could have had a gun to her head while they're doing Absolutely. It or whatever. So
1: there's this audio. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, Lena obviously Albert's taking that tape to the pl- that conversation to the sheriff's office. Um, Lena is confessing to other family members, like we kind of talked about with her other sisters. Um, Sandy hires a lawyer to keep Lena from confessing to the police, and Lena ends up recanting the taped confession. Um, Gary's family... So basically, no charges are filed against Sandy or Chris or Lena. Nobody... Is ever found, um, it really drives up, is in terms of Gary and his family files a wrongful death lawsuit, and the case continues through civil litigation, which you can, for comparison to OJ, right? There's yeah. never any criminal charges right. against OJ proven, but the families did file a civil suit.
1: What's up, Twitter world? This OJ. <laughs> <laughs> What's <laughs> going on? All this craziness.
2: Before that suit is filed, though, Lena, Lena disappears. So now Gary's disappeared. The civil suit is being filed. Lena disappears. In 2006, um, Lena was 20. She was living with her boyfriend, Jason, and her son, not Jason's son, but yeah. her son, Coulter. Uh, she disappears on February 14th. 2006, and Sandy claims she ran off to Florida with a new boyfriend, leaving Jason and Coulter behind.
1: She's like, oh, she just ran off some guy.
2: Yeah. Um, she met
1: a new boyfriend. He's from Florida. They went to Florida.
2: Her, Lena was not reported as missing until 2008. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, when she was subpoenaed to testify in the civil suit, and it was her father who finally formally filed the report.
0: I wonder Oh, I if missed she- that. You know how they, like, control the narrative when they do these documentaries? I wonder if she has some sort of history of skipping out, not seeing her for a year, and then coming back or something.
2: Uh, Maybe. They did talk a little bit.
1: She gets it from her mama.
2: Yeah. That's that's, that's Sandra. (laughs) Um, Jason, the boyfriend, said the last time he saw Lena was when he left for work on the morning of February 14th. Of 2006, he returned home from work to find Sandy cleaning Lena's possessions out of their apartment. Oh, and that's fucked.
1: In. that's a red flag. <laughs> Sandy
2: told him Lena had left him with a new boyfriend to go to Florida.
0: But if that's it. If you're the husband, that's it. You don't go boyfriend. any further. Or boyfriend. What? Still. You're right. like, well, I guess she's gone. You don't fucking, especially
1: with the past. Like he, she had to tell, told him, right? Like, Hey, maybe, maybe no, not. I, I don't know. I feel
2: like, I feel like everybody is really scared of Sandy. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, Sarah,
0: yeah. Sandy makes motherfuckers
2: disappear. Yes. <laughs> um, investigators- I'm scared of Sandy. <laughs> I'm so
1: scared. Why? Don't say anything to Sandy. She <laughs> asked <asking> you about me.
2: <laughs> investigators and Lena's sisters uh, check several spots on Sandy's properties for Lena's remains. Um, but nothing is ever found. Yeah.
1: There was like was two separate farms. Yeah. yeah. There was
0: like yeah. two separate farms. Well, the one chick, um, I don't know if it was Brandy or whatever, but she's like, there was a well here and we never saw him do anything with that. So maybe the new homeowners were like, you're not fucking, they filled it I don't know. In. Right. But as a, as a homeowner, if someone was like, look, 20 years ago, we lived here and there was a well here and, my sister's missing and we think wouldn't you like I would be like if you want to pay for it go ahead
2: I don't uh, yes I, I get that but I don't think Sandy would I just I don't think either of those bodies are ever going to be found
0: no well the first one the Gary one according to Lena when she talked to Albert oh yeah she said they burned the shit out of it and, and spread then spread it and spread it everywhere it. Yeah. she's like I burned my
1: hands picking up bones yeah ah. uh, yeah didn't she say was it the same thing at the well or is a tree too or something like that yeah. she didn't to mention that was the second okay, area where they was, did okay. do the then they looked they didn't find anything no where they said that she mentioned what if or they used like a ground sonar she, thing. I think she said up something like they buried a dog yeah. or something under a tree. Yeah, and she's like... And she's like, no, no. She told me that the last place they moved... Yeah. Maybe that's where
2: she's at. Maybe she got then. her story mixed yeah, up. Yeah, right, and then right. they
1: looked and it wasn't there.
2: Um. So Sandy is uninterested in helping authorities find her ex-husband and daughter and refuses to talk with anyone about the case.
0: Which is weird. Also very <laughs> fucked up. I know you're going to get to it, so...
2: Okay. Um. Sandy has... Divorced Chris Klemp and moved on to a new husband in 2016, Joe Wink. She is raising Lena's son Coulter as her own.
1: That's the That's fucked, the fucked up, shit. up part.
2: She filed abandonment charges and was awarded custody.
1: And remember they she said that like she would treat. Cause she always wanted a boy. boy she, had she had six had, girls. Right. Yes, and and would take her and like she was like take, even call me mom. Yes.
2: Ah, yeah.
1: I hate this shit.
2: Uh, a jury found Chris Klump and Sandy liable for damages and ordered to pay, and ordered them to pay seven million to Gary's family, who <laughs> hasn't obviously seen any of the money—not a penny. Uh, Joe Wink, Sandy, and Chris refused to take part in the unsolved mysteries episode.
1: Joe Wink.
2: Um, I did look a little bit to see if, yeah, Joe Wink.
1: We never saw him at all, right? No, no. I just wanted to see what she moved on to.
2: Uh oh. It went,
1: yeah, because it, it kind of went from like They made it sound like she was really hot in her younger years. <laughs> she must be doing something. She's she's a black widow,
0: Matt. I know.
2: She is. She's
0: like she, they basically said like she used her sex appeal to get whatever she wanted.
2: Yeah. So on Reddit there's a lot of threads. Oh
0: my god.
1: You went to the dark web. <laughs> oh.
2: <it> <laughs> yes.
1: I love Reddit. This is why she scoops.
2: Um but there's a lot of threads out there, and one of them is from um uh, a family member of the McCullough family, Gary's niece, and Lena's cousin. Um, she mentions in there that uh, she's glad that the Unsolved Mysteries is doing this because it's bringing light to it. Um, but it brings up a lot of pain for the family who was so distraught it killed uh, Gary and Albert's dad who died of a heart attack shortly after Gary um, was, was on went the show. Missing, oh, went missing.
1: Wow, oh, wow.
0: We didn't hear any of that.
2: Um, the apartment Lena and Jason lived in. Uh, that Sandy randomly showed up and moved Lena's stuff out of. The landlord had to remodel because there were blood stains um, on the carpet and like underneath onto the floorboard. Ah, and soon after, subfloor, the entire par- apartment building burned to the ground. Oh, destruction
0: uh, of evidence, bro.
2: Yeah, and she said to, or she wrote in there that you know. Um, She really appreciates appreciates people's concern and commentary, but
1: it's it's hurting
2: more. It's not real for you guys. There are serious consequences for us, and our entire family um, is in fear of their safety for speaking out.
0: I think about the kid, the boy too. Like he's he's just chugging along right now, thinking his mom fucking left him. Like that's that's already fucked up. Part number one. Yeah, what if he's You're on Netflix watching Mandalorian?
1: And all of a sudden he's like, oh, unsolved mysteries. Right. The fuck? Can you imagine if you found out? Eventually how- he will. Right. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you, you think this hurts more than helps? Because a lot of mysteries got solved if, during the first run.
0: And if, they didn't have
1: the internet then, dude. Yeah.
2: Right, right.
0: No, I think if there's some closure. It'll be okay. But like Sarah said, I don't think either one of those bodies will ever be found. So like, yeah, they get, they, they were found guilty in a civil suit where the burden of proof is way lower than in a criminal right. suit. Right, what does that do for so you? Like,
1: yeah. 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 Good point. I
2: just, and I forgot to say in the beginning that this um, missing witness takes place in Steelville, Missouri, um, like the Ozark area. So I think it's a lot There's of, a missing
3: witness too?
0: Well, the missing witness is, is Lena. the daughter. Oh, gotcha, gotcha! Yeah, that's Lena. I thought there
1: was some new.
2: Nope, that's my my mystery.
1: Crazy. What well, well, got... was your guys's? Uh, I don't want to say favorite because that's not right. Uh, the know, one where the guy kills the that... whole family. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding.
2: <laughs> that was the most intriguing to me. <laughs> to I guess. me too. Aristocrat. Yeah. Yes, that, that was, was the
1: most, most uh, mysterious, interesting.
0: Yeah, because it left with. What the fuck? It, it wasn't a who done it. It was like pretty sure this guy done it. Now where is he? Kind of thing. And how? And why? Yeah. And
1: why? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and how did he dig the hole? Yeah. Like when I listen back, I'm like Matt is right. Like how The picture d- they showed, it's like you would have to be on your hands and knees digging. But
2: it. you don't know. Like maybe he was I mean, was working on it. Or he maybe he even had his kids do it. He
0: Andy Dufresne that shit. It was like you know? one pocket at a time. Yeah, how do we Dufresne. know? Maybe
2: he's like we have to Made it some into some kind of a project, or who knows what the fuck he said. Maybe true. I don't know. Oh,
1: that would be a boss serial <laughs> killer move. Like I, I, you know, like in End The Sopranos, where They, yeah, to to they, they make the guy dig his own grave. Like if he was doing that undercover, ugh, that is brilliant in a sick way. Yeah. yeah. What well, definitely-
2: was yours, Adam?
1: I I gotta. I think I gotta go with the. With the aristocrat, too. Yeah, that yeah. was an interesting one. Because I'm like, last spotted in Chicago or South America. And I'm like, it's fucking D.B. Cooper, man. I also yeah.
0: thought, it's weird because I thought, you know, being that I was going to have to read the whole thing, that it was going to be my least favorite, um, and it totally wasn't.
2: Yeah, I agree. Right. I, that was, that one was really <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: good.
1: France and whatnot. <laughs> uh, it was good. I thought that was...
0: I. I think that was fun that we did that. We all kind of. I guess the it shows what
1: the difference is, you know, from from the first series, the, the first uh, uh, show to the the imagination of it, or whatever. Is a lot of the bullshit's out of the way. I want bullshit. I want you want ghosts? ghosts. I want cryptids. <laughs> I want shit like that. Come on,
0: I don't like There's how, a place for that. What pisses
1: actually? What's it actually scares me more than ghosts is that all these people can just. Fucking get away with fucking killing people like we burn the bones, scatter them out, and you're like, but we have like like and the Alonzo
2: Brooks, yeah, nothing. We got nothing. Back hills into it's not like this was so many years ago, like in the fifties. These are all
1: current. Very right. current. Fourteen years ago or something, right? It was thousand six like 2006 2006 or, or something. something. And yeah. that
2: people are still unwilling to stand up and that fucking come up, say man. something. Yeah.
1: Matt Matt had a good point. He was like, it, it is the internet. People go crazy and they'll find little fucking things at the cop. So maybe let's hope that some of these mysteries get solved. I think they will. Hope. Me too. Um I wanted to say that um the second
0: half of the show was brought to you by our friends over at The Looking Glass. They sponsor us every week. Uh, Stop over to The Looking Glass, located at 18 North Main Street, for brunch on Sundays from 9 to 2, starting on August 30th. So last Sunday this month. That's what I heard. I heard it was coming back. Brunch is back, baby, with all-new menu. Um, Stop in anytime and have one of the 18 beers on tap at all times, including Goon Juice. From Eagle Park Brewing Company in Milwaukee, that's what we got right there, Adam. That was delicious. Uh, they sent us over a growler of that. It's a New England style IPA, clocking in at eight percent alcohol by volume. Um, it's got really like a grapefruity vibe to it. I wish you'd have told me it was eight percent. Well, I'm he telling just, you now. It went down like fit. water. Yes. It's very good. It's like a. <laughs> I'm t- I'm finding that I really like these New England style IPAs where they're hate they're like hazy fruity. Bill but Belichicky, like, <laughs> Gronkian, no, ain't in New Shit. England, bro. I can't name a Patriot <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but no, the Looking Glass sent us over a growler of that stuff, and it's freaking delicious, man. Uh, check out their Facebook page for daily changes in their beer taps, as well as their awesome daily food specials. Stay glassy, Janesville. Stay.
2: I had I had glass for dinner tonight.
0: Thank you for. spending.
2: Boarding our I sponsors, did. Sarah. Um, I recommend the shrimp quesadilla.
0: Oh, I'm out.
2: Why? What?
0: I don't like shrimp.
2: You and Keith. I'm out. Well, whatever. It's delicious. More for me and
0: Sarah. <laughs> Word. It's um, like, uh, um. well, that's like when you find out a guy's gay and you're like, more pussy for me. <laughs> as, if it, <laughs> as if it's all going to somehow funnel to you. <laughs>
3: One last all guy somehow we'll all see. the shrimp <laughs> yeah. I don't eat goes into your guys' pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Scat with Matt, the segment where we read product reviews to determine what's the shit and what is just plain shit. Ba-da-da. All right, hold on. I got a picture of this guy so you guys can get the a visual. The only thing
1: that bums me out, it doesn't get to the... I couldn't let it
0: go. That <laughs> I, know. <long. laughs>
1: I know, but just say the product today,
0: guys, is the Bic for her retractable ballpoint pen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it.
2: They're pink and purple.
0: Bic for her. Okay just so for know. her.
2: Oh, I don't want to have a little closer. Does it look vibrate or something?
0: Oh, you wish. <laughs> All right. So, as you can admit or as you can guess, the internet's having their way with the fact <laughs> that they're, uh, you know, marketing pens for women. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Now, uh, the first review I have is from Erica Conroy. She gives it four stars. She says, the lady pen writes beautifully. My only complaint is that once a month it leaks out some ink. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Karen, five stars. Oh, Karen. Since discovering these pens, my urges for radical feminism have ceased. Now that I and my fellow sisters have our very own pens, who needs equal pay? bodily autonomy, auto
2: Fuck that word. Autonomy.
0: Or to be treated like I'm more than a baby factory with fabulous <laughs> legs.
1: There's a pen just for us. We've made it. Woo. <laughs> Wait, Karen said that. Yeah, that was all the reviews. We had <laughs> Karen. <laughs> Karen. <laughs>
0: uh, Paul M gives it five stars. So now they have their own pens. Next thing, they'll be owning property, voting, and talking back.
1: Where will <laughs> <The> it end? <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to want to vote. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, Susan, five stars. I cannot wait for my husband to come home and show me how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I wanted to open the package myself, but I'm unsure how to do that. The minute dinner is done, the dishes are washed, and the kitchen is cleaned, and he's had his shower. We're going to try it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ed W gives it two stars. I accidentally grabbed one of these pens, the lovely purple one, out of my wife's purse and instantly got my period. <laughs> now I'm feeling it is weird. Now I'm feeling bloated and weepy. <laughs> and the last one I have is it just says from Amazon customer five stars. Bought these for my wife to remind her of her place. And was delighted to find they only have seventy percent as much ink as the pens I buy for myself. Uh, uh, truly, a pen for the nineteen hundreds.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and it's good. Oh yeah, that's. Uh,
2: <laughs> that's did. fantastic.
1: The, that's the weird, not real,
2: right? Yes, it is. Yeah, it totally is real.
0: Want to know how much it is on Amazon? I yeah. just pulled up the picture. Uh, Does it have? Holy like, shit! What? Take a stab at what you think two pens two pens a two pen pack
2: 429
0: dollars
1: 729
0: sarah your 429 wouldn't even cover
1: shipping damn
0: $33.99 plus 4 dollars 52 This must have got like shipping.
1: retracted. Bick Bic must have fucking. You're probably up. right
0: because I don't think it's sold by Amazon. It said sold by Jerry
1: Sales or something like that. I feel so, like I feel like Bick was like, let's give the females the pen they need. It and was definitely it was a good unintended. idea. And then it was like, no, yeah. this is stupid, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> it's pens. Bic for her.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, guess.
2: I
0: didn't know Bick was for him. Only one left in stock guys if you want it order now. How much? Like 40 bucks. 34 bucks plus $5 shipping. That's insanity.
2: Good stocking stuffer.
3: <laughs> For who?
2: <laughs> hey, yeah, I want that scoop, baby.
0: Scoop Sarah
2: I do <laughs>
0: Scoop a doop I should have done that Little shoot a bop bop Scoop a doop
2: sh- That would You can always redo it I mean yeah, just my, to make it perfect
0: my, Well if you know my track record
2: <laughs> Alright Strange News headlines From near and far This is coming out of the paper
1: Oh I love the paper Yeah
2: The Rockford area's only Underground newspaper For adults
1: you Can't fuck with the paper
2: No <laughs> So, on July 14th, an adult Toy story no Toy oh. Store—an <laughs> adult. I toy got a Woody for you. <laughs> in Las Vegas, was robbed, at its, of its most prized item, a three-foot-tall, forty-pound dildo. According to local media and police reports, an unidentified man wearing a cap and face mask walked into Deja Vu Love Boutique made his way to the main vein attraction <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good shit
2: uh, I the huge rubber dong longingly longingly and casually carried off the giant penis closed circuit television camera footage shows the man hoisting the enormous prick, which also <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: The the reference of a prick is underutilized. It oh, truly for sure. is. <laughs> in like us in in the in its context. Yes. Like not calling an asshole a prick. No. You know I'm like fuck you like no. <laughs> the prick left. <laughs> the prick was yellow. Mm. <laughs> the rubber deadlock <yellow> was yellow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back um, to you, Sarah. Yep. <laughs> um, Start over f- before okay. the prick. Start from prick.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm just going to... Cl- okay. Closed circuit television camera footage shows the man hoisting the enormous prick, which also has a set...
3: <laughs> Matt!
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry.
2: Oh, giant balls.
1: See, <laughs> so you fucked up the giant balls part. Start over from prick. Matt, uh, mouth away from the, the mic.
2: Okay.
1: Apparently this guy loses it when he hears prick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which also has a set of giant balls that are flat on one side, so it can be.
3: <laughs> yes. I don't think I can catch it. You got to finish it. I'll try one more time. <laughs> That's
0: what I said when I was trying to take down that three-foot prick. <laughs> All
2: right. Okay which also has a set of giant balls that are flat on one side so it can be displayed onto his shoulder and walking straight to the exit. Police reports state that the man then crammed the schlong statue into his car <laughs> which, and made a clean getaway. The phony phallus, aptly named Moby Dick by the boutique staff, is reportedly valued at 1200 bucks. The, sec- the sex shop however, is offering a $2,000 reward for the return of the colossal cock.
0: $800 over value?
2: (laughs) A spokesperson for the store said, Sadly, the pandemic has encouraged even the scrummiest of scumbags to steal the strangest products from innocent businesses. While some may argue the business is not all that innocent, certainly police are taking the matter seriously, according to Las Vegas Police Sergeant John Thomas. This landmark item in our store is worth nearly two grand, said the store owner. So if you happen to see a three-foot penis sitting around, please turn in the six-foot-tall dick who stole it.
1: (laughs) I heard about this. This is true. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, If Matt would have made it through the prick part and the ball part, (laughs) the second schlong came out, (laughs) Fucking, we'd have been dead in in the water, kids. I picture the editor like...
0: (laughs) Going through the thesaurus, and he's like, Well, I'm gonna. We can't, can't, can't call it a penis. We got
1: every name in it's the book. Clicking yeah. a pen. I'm just thinking, yeah. just thinking. We already said, we can't say? Yeah, he's, on can't the the say talk. Talk. he's on the thesaurus.
2: He's on the thesaurus. Other words. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to scoop her a, th- a thought? It's up to you. This one, I think, is pretty short. All right, go <laughs> for it. Leading health experts may finally have cracked the code to safer sex during COVID-19 in the form of glory holes. Many experts have said the safest way to have sex right now is in is to limit face-to-face contact, contact and avoid sharing saliva as well as other bodily fluids. In addition to standard safe sex safe sex tactics such as using condoms, dental dams and lubricants, Canada's British Columbia Centre of Disease Control Best practices now suggest wearing a face mask and using physical barriers barriers or walls, specifically glory holes, oh, during sex.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought you were going with, uh, you have my attention.
2: Oh, Hole. Hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jane Campbell, a BCCDC spokesperson, said the recommendations were adapted from the New York City Health Department guidelines. New York has officially encouraged people to make it a little kinky by getting creative with positions through the use of physical barriers like walls in their new COVID-19-specific sex guidelines, but stops short of referencing glory holes directly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We know what you meant.
2: (laughs) While glory holes are strangely absent from guidelines elsewhere, other Canadian provinces and cities have also published pro tips for safe sex, with Alberta, Alberta and Toronto endorsing sexting and video and phone sex. Masturbation has also been listed as a safe way to engage in intimacy by officials in both the United States and Canada. The safest sex partner is yourself. (laughs) Always
1: have been. Always will be. (laughs) Bask in your (laughs) 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 masturbation.
2: Masturbation in a private setting can also be a good source of comfort in this time of stress.
1: (laughs) I did see a a meme or something that said, Uh, he is... Mask debating. Like, if you, if you show up to the, you know, to a place and they, they make you wear the mask. Yeah. What's wrong? He's just masturbating. Say it fast. <laughs> no.
2: <Mm-mm>.
1: Masturbating. Masturbating. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like you're from Boston and you're masturbating. <laughs> Pull out your balls and masturbate. <laughs>
2: You asked for it. Baskin is for it. You <laughs> oh, got a hope, shower thought? I totally hope that's a sound bite. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll make be, it my own if he doesn't do that.
1: We need Boston Matt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I have a heavy contemplation oh, today. Right. If you sit on the toilet at 11.59 p.m. and the clock strikes midnight, is it the same shit, different day? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs>